The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Let's keep calm and mother on. Mothering is way too important to do alone and way too serious to be serious all the time. My name is Christy Thomas, and I am here shoulder to shoulder with you, mothering and enjoying life together. This is the podcast where you can focus on being mindful and taking a deep breath with me and learning new things so you can pause and savor the amazing life you already have. Now let's go. So I was frustrated earlier today and I was a holding on to something that doesn't belong to me, right? One of my kids was struggling and I really just wanted to micromanage the situation and I was getting so frustrated. Why wouldn't they just listen to me? I was getting wound up and agitated and... Um, my husband invited me to take a break and go for a mile walk. And he's like, why are you so wound up? And he's like, well, don't you know, parenting is just supposed to be easy. Like, you know, everyone knows how to do it. And it's just so easy and light and free. And his his counter statement, right? Because we know that parenting isn't always easy. We know that the good things in life sometimes feel like a challenge. And his statement really just bounced me back, right? It allowed me to offer myself some kindness, some self-kindness, that of course, there's going to be a hard moment. Of course, I'm still growing and this kid is still growing and there is room for growth, this moment is actually an opportunity to learn a new skill for both them and for me. But they have the reframe of someone I love saying, well, duh, parenting is so easy. It's just the easiest thing ever. And me looking at them like, who are you? You have like three heads was what I needed because it's really easy for me to offer that to someone else, that that shared humanity, right? So I want to talk to you about three things today. I want to talk to you about the idea of self-compassion. And this is based on the work of Kristen Neff. Dr. Kristen Neff literally wrote the book on self-compassion and another book on self-compassion and a workbook on self-compassion. And she says that self-compassion is broken down into three things, self-kindness, mindfulness, and shared humanity. Okay. So do any of those things jump out at you as something that is easy for you to do? When I asked on social media today, 
shared humanity seems to be an easier aspect of self-compassion. The idea that we are all humans, right? That there's a shared humanity that connects us, that we are growing and kind and that there is a bond that we have. Shared humanity means you're not perfect and that you are a work in progress. That you don't need to be perfection because you're being perfected as you live your human experience. That there is challenges and opportunities and growth and sadness and life is brutal and beautiful all at the same time. That's shared humanity to me. And then there's mindfulness. And mindfulness is something that I struggle with as a mom for this self-compassion piece because my mind feels so busy and full and a million miles a minute, right? That the, the everything is in my head from people's shoe sizes to the next birthday party to the favorite meals to is there a rotting carrot underneath my couch? There's a lot going on. So it's hard to be mindful if you're overwhelmed by the life that you have. So I actively practice mindfulness, right? I take a deep breath. I encourage you every week to take a deep breath to slow down 60 seconds of self-care a day where you can just sit and daydream or do something to slow down time because time is going to zoom forward and that mindfulness piece keeps us in the present moment, which is all we really have because if we get spun up, we're full of fear And if we spin backwards, we can be full of resentments of what didn't happen. So the mindfulness piece keeps us in the now and reminds us of what is actually ours. What is yours in this moment? And then the self-kindness piece. And this is one of the hardest challenges So if if self-kindness seems like something you're not sure about, just know that having a voice that's an inner ally instead of an inner bully might be a lifetime of work. It might be a lifetime of reframing and pausing and saying, I don't believe that anymore, or that used to be true, but not anymore. It might be a lifetime of work of catching the voice and pausing it, It might be a lifetime of work of making sure that the words don't come out of your mouth. Whatever it is, you can offer yourself kindness. I know a lot of us grew up with the idea that we needed to do more for others, to do enough so that we can make an impact in the world. And that's that's great. I have a sign at my door that says, be the reason someone smiles today. 
But I, I challenge you that you can also be the reason why you, ch- why you smile today. Let me say that again. You can be the reason why you smile today. You can offer yourself some self-kindness. You can give yourself a pep talk when you're slowly washing your hands in that mindfulness moment. You can remember that you are allowed to be imperfect and that you're supposed to be imperfect, that you are a wonderful work in progress. The idea of self-compassion is so big. And it is one of the reasons why I started this podcast almost three years ago. I wanted to offer a voice so that I can reach backwards and offer you my hand and let you know that I see you and you're not alone in whatever season of motherhood you're in. I know that when my kids were little and my husband was deployed or busy traveling, that I just needed someone else to help me remember that I was a work in progress too, that I was exactly the right mom for my kids, that motherhood is way too important to be serious and way too important to do alone. Motherhood is also a radical act of optimism. And in that radical act of optimism, you have an opportunity to give yourself love. You have an opportunity to be the voice that you need. Because I like you exactly the way you are. Do you want to say that with me? Go look at yourself in the mirror or say the words out loud. I like me exactly the way I am. It might feel awkward to say. You might feel like you're impersonating Mr. Rogers, and that's okay. We all have to start somewhere. When you started learning how to walk and talk, you did it because you were impersonating the humans around you. So if you struggle with self-compassion, it may be just that historically it wasn't modeled around you. That shared humanity wasn't seen as an advantage. That mindfulness was seen as something foo-foo. <laughs> and that self-kindness was seen for people who are weak and aren't the top performers. It could be that you have a completely different story you're telling yourself. Those are just the things that I pop into the top of my head. You are stubborn and full of gladness and hope and love and your everything that you do for your family, whatever that is, <laughs> all the things, right? The things that you pause and you model, you're talking to neighbors, walking dogs, petting dogs. Your family might not include children. I know that there are some of you that listen that don't have kids and I'm so grateful for you that you're here. Because these messages apply to you too. Mothering is an action that we take. It doesn't have to just be a biological thing. You can be a mother without ever being giving birth. Okay, take a giant hug. That's definitely an act of self-compassion right there. 
You are amazing. And I just wanted to lay this foundation for you in case you've forgotten what self-compassion looks like. It has three parts. Three parts that you can practice like 10 seconds at a time if it feels awkward. Did you know that when a toddler is learning how to walk, they fall like 17 times every five minutes or something like that? I think that's the fact I read on the internet. If a kiddo who is learning to walk can fall that much and keep getting up because they know by the modeling around them that walking is the right next step, we can practice self-compassion so that those around us can practice self-compassion too. And we can all be a little bit safer and kinder to each other. For this week's self-care, I would love it, love it, if you could just lay on the floor for one minute and rest. If you want to increase the challenge, lay on the floor with your legs up against the wall for one minute and just rest like that. It is one of my favorite positions to chill out in. And I like to listen to a song. So usually I do it for more than one minute, but one minute is good. And then for your family fun idea, here's the gift I would love for you to give your kids this week. Bring out the photos of Halloweens of the past or harvest festivals of the past or pumpkin patches of the past, whatever it is you do to celebrate October and tell them their stories. Share with them the moments that you've loved about being their mom. Tell them their silly moments or their scary moments or their first moments. Stories help us anchor to each other. Enjoy. Enjoy the life you've lived. Share the memories that you've created. You are exactly the right mom for your kids. And I offer you the gift of self-compassion, even if it's something that feels awkward to practice and learn. If you want to help with this, please find me on Instagram. I am opening up to a few private clients, and I would love to walk with you and coach you if this is something you need to learn. I'm here for you. I'm so glad you're here, and I hope you have an amazing day. Bye, everyone.